It's time for your personal bank show with Ferrets Tove, financial literacy educator and speaker, entrepreneur, and chairman of the board of a bank in formation. Take charge of your financial future with your personal bank. Now here's Ferrets Tove. Okay, welcome to the Your Personal Bank Show. Today, folks, I have a very exciting guest. If you've been listening to this show for any period of time, you know that I've been talking about using um, high cash value insurance to develop uh, dividends, maximize dividend growth, and then we set up bank lines of credit to access those funds and get positive arbitrage. I've been sharing that idea now for several years on the radio and close to a decade um, with uh, different investor groups around the country. I've been working towards being able to leverage this and enhance the returns even further. And I have finally found a partnership that I'm excited about. And again, anyone that knows me, you, you listeners know, I'm pretty darn particular. So I've checked these guys out. And I, we have today with us Nathan Stoddard, VP of Business Development with the Flex Method. Nathan, welcome to the program. Thank you. Yeah, happy to be here. <laughs> Great to have you. Now, like I said, I'm very excited about this because this is truly going to really uh, enhance and uh, turbocharge your your returns safely and a tax uh, tax favorable method. So, first of all, Nathan, I'm going to ask you. What is the flex method? Yeah, uh, the flex method is simply combining well-built policies, cash value policies that are designed for great cash value growth from some of the greatest companies, strongest companies in our nation, and pairing that together with a banking relationship where we can get cheap rates uh, and it creates an arbitrage with which we can, it gives us a lot of options. Our clients can uh, fund premiums with that. They can fund investments with that. Uh, we, we The list goes on and on what you can do with it. But essentially, it uh, gives much favorable, much more favorable returns than uh, if you just had a policy funding out of your pocket. Right. Because uh, one of the things, common themes uh, I hear, you know, and when people research, you know, you, we always hear, well, insurance is not a good investment. But again, when I look at those, invariably, it's the traditional use of insurance is to maximize death benefit, not cash. Right. And so right. you guys structure them differently, like I talk about, correct? Absolutely. You know, life insurance at its at core, if you're just doing it the traditional way, it's a death benefit sale. Uh, life insurance agents make a lot of commissions, and there's all kinds of fancy riders. Uh, we're not your typical life insurance agency. We're, we're thriving in this strategy. We're designing these specifically for the client's best interest with lower commissions, higher cash value growth. We mathematically need to do it that way. Otherwise, it would take forever to get positive. So our policies get off the ground very quickly, and we can have positive arbitrage with our banking relationships. That's what's most important to our clients. Yes, and that's, again, Nathan, is something I've shared on this show repeatedly is what really makes this go, so to speak, the, the juice is that positive arbitrage when you do need to, when you want to access funds for whatever reason, like you said, whether it's to pay off debt, uh, purchase an item or invest in something else, you know, you get to keep the difference of what you're earning and then mm -hmm. what the bank charges you. What would you say is a typical positive arbitrage scenario you, scenario you typically see? Uh, typically, we're going to see a well-built policy on the whole life side uh, from some of these major carriers getting about four to 
five, maybe a little bit even more on that on average from the whole life dividend growth. And then uh, an index universal life policy can get even higher than that on average. There are going to be some very good years and some zero years, but we combine the two for very specific reasons. And on average, we're going to borrow at a low rate, usually about two and a half, three percent, and make an arbitrage of uh, greater than that, usually two and a half on up to uh, whatever the returns on that IUL have given us for that year, for example. So spreads can range given the various returns per year, but on average, we're seeing uh, arbitrages of five percent or greater. And folks. You know, if you've listened to this show for a while, you know I've been talking about just on the fixed side predominantly, but what I love about the flex method is you just stated, you guys do a mix, so oftentimes you'll do 50-50 or 60-40 or 70-30 of, say, Mm -hmm. IUL and whole life, which kind of follows that same idea as modern portfolio theory most of us are familiar with, where it talks about a blend of stocks and bonds of 60-40, right? to get that combination. Absolutely. Yeah, it gives you that combination of growth and safety, right? Exactly. We we find it uh, very interesting that if you pool the, an audience of a thousand agents or whatever, or the nation's agents, they're usually in one camp or the other. You know, whole life is awesome for these reasons, and IUL sucks because of these, for example, or vice versa. We find that there are qualities that are good in a cash value arbitrage situation that are good in both of those policies. Uh, the whole life policy, it's boring, safe, and consistent, and we love it for those reasons. We know the growth rate a year in advance because it's announced by the company dividend. What the problem with that is, though, is when you uh, are using it as arbitrage in a cash value lending situation, that, that lending rate can change. The borrowing rate can go up in any given year, and it takes a little bit of time about a year or so, to correct to the rising interest rate, that dividend. We know it will go up. We have 100 years of history that show when interest rates go up, so will the dividend. Right. But there's that pinch, and that's where we bring in an index universal life to help be this natural, uh, it, it naturally increases when interest rates go up. And I won't get into the details about that, but uh, it, it is a natural um, almost a hedge. Uh, it, it helps with that interest rate squeeze that we get on the whole life spread. And it also brings in market potential. You get the upside on uh, market growth on several different indexes. So we are very diverse in our holdings on those index universal life policies. And they all have a 0% floor built in. So when the market goes down, we're going to be really grateful we had a whole life policy that's going to not have market risk and give us that spread we're looking for during those years. Still give so you a return. They play on, very yeah. well together. So it still gives you that uh, a return even on those years that are flat or down. Correct, yeah, because that's one of the arguments with IULs, uh, that they have these costs, and we do scale back the death benefit as the uh, client ages, so we cut down on those costs and really streamline that cash value growth. It's quite an art form, but we've gotten really good at doing that, so we have a, a nice arbitrage over the years but yeah they when when the index goes down you're going to be protected against that loss and the whole life policy is going to give you a nice spread i want to 
delve a bit further in two things you mentioned, I think that are super powerful. And again, things that I've been sharing on this on this radio show for years, literally. And that is the the positive arbitrage. One of the things I point mm-hmm. out to people all the time, Nathan, is, look, if you put the money in and you let it grow, you're going to get whatever the returns are. That's pretty straightforward. We all understand that. But sure. when you do access monies, you're accessing it through the bank line, not through the insurance companies. And the right. and historically, the in, the banks charge a far lower interest rate than the dividends or interest you're earning in the policies. And because of you, Correct. yes, and because the other piece is because of you combining whole life and IUL, index universal life, you're seeing, like you said, average positive arbitrages of around 5%. Correct, yeah. That's and it's powerful. a much safer situation, too. Uh, if you think about uh, life insurance is difficult to swallow if you think about sitting at the table and considering signing on the line for 10 20 years of payments or even five years in this economy we don't know what the next five years looks like and you're going to sign on the line saying that you're responsible for those premium payments well what we're doing is marrying a bank into this situation and so it it's actually taking a lot of pressure off of our clients we've now married very powerful financial institutions uh, that life insurance companies that were stable through the depression that paid growth dividends during that time and the recession while banks were failing. Uh, so we're able to take a lot of that pressure of funding these policy premiums off of the clients and putting it on the shoulders of national banks and life insurance companies that have been around since before the Civil War. So it's a very solid relationship. Well, Nathan, I want to explore that further because I think this this is the big reason why I decided to partner with you guys. And again, today I'm announcing a new partnership with with Flex Method with you guys. And that is, yes, somebody say like you just said, you decide to fund a policy, whether it's ten grand, a hundred grand, a million, whatever. I always say the zeros don't matter; the principle's the same. Add a zero, take right. away a zero. Doesn't matter. The point is, though, like you said, to commit to multiple years of contributions is a daunting, sometimes daunting thing. But what you're doing is the the client doesn't have to commit to that. They can put the money in that first year, funds they have available now, and then the bank is going to do the future funding for them, correct? Right. So it gives them the opportunity to uh, use the cash value as collateral. In most situations, uh, and we've back-tested this through the Depression, through the interest rate spikes of the 80s and the recession, and we found this to be very sound. In almost all years, you're going to have this positive arbitrage situation where you have a decision to make each year. Do you want to liquidate your other investments to pay for premiums out of your pocket? Or would you like to use your cash value as collateral that's get a, getting a lower rate at the bank and paying it into your policy premiums that grow at a higher rate? There's no contractual obligation to do so, but mathematically, we feel most years you're going to want to do that. In other words, instead of paying banks money, you're actually going to use banks' money to add more con- more premiums, more contributions, so you actually earn more dividends on a bigger amount of money, a bigger amount of cash, right? Exactly, yes. So our clients are traditionally getting bigger policies uh, than they would normally do out of pocket uh, because they have this bank relationship that they can rely on if need be, and we think that they will want to most years. Here's where I think the real power is, and I got excited about this, Nathan, was 
And correct me if I'm wrong when I say this, but if you were going to fund 100000 into a policy and, say, make 6% on it, you're going to make 6000 a year in dividends, roughly, right? But instead, if you funded 100000 and then had the bank fund years 2, 3, 4, 5, and on, let's say you did that for 10 years, a million dollars would get contributed. You only contributed 100 in both cases. But if you had a 3, like you said, a 5% positive arbitrage, the difference what you're earning, what you're getting paid or charged, I should say, um, you're going to make five percent on a million versus six percent on a hundred thousand. Is that right? Absolutely. So you're able to get uh, cheap bank dollars in and make a spread on that, even if your spread was only three per three percent. It would still be that'd be thirty grand a year on a million, right? I would take it. <laughs> yeah, versus six six thousand a year on a hundred thousand, for example. In our example, well, we're going to we're going to think of the well, Nathan. I got to cut would... you off. I apologize. We're coming oh, up sorry. on a hard break. We're going to dive into this further, folks, because what we just shared with you is is dynamite in terms of financially changing people's lives. So stay tuned in the next segment. Do not miss it. For more information on your personal bank, feel free to contact Ference at yourpersonalbank.com. Back to the Your Personal Bank Show with Ference Toth. Welcome back to the Your Personal Bank Show. And today we have a very special guest, Nathan Stoddard. With He's the VP of Business Development with Flex Method. Uh, Nathan, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. My pleasure. So we kind of dropped a, a bomb, so to speak, in the last segment for a lot of people, I think. And, you know, expanding their thinking of what can be done with this in terms of leveraging money safely using other people's money or bank money. So let's go back into that, uh, Nathan. Uh, like you mentioned, somebody could fund a policy to maximize cash growth, maximize dividends, returns and stuff. But what you're saying is with this, the flex method, they wouldn't necessarily have to add any additional monies in subsequent years. They could use bank money to to continue funding this and earn interest or dividends on a much, much larger amount of money. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah, with the flex method, we're opening up uh, the possibility of bigger premiums that now you have a banking relationship that you can rely on. We think that that arbitrage is going to exist in almost every year. We've gone back through the Depression and back-tested this through the interest rate spikes of the 80s, and uh, it is perfectly sound. You're going to be saving, uh, you could be saving potentially uh, all the premiums that you would be paying into this and investing those elsewhere and making a return on those as well. And those would be available in the event that there might be a year that there wasn't an arbitrage opportunity. So it's very secure way of getting safe, positive leveraging. And so like I was mentioning in the previous segment, it seems to me that either somebody could choose to fund, you know, I'm going to use 100000 as an example. And again, please don't stick with that. It could be any number, frankly. Again, add a zero, take away a zero. The principle is the same. But for simple example purposes, you know, somebody could put 100000 in and let that grow over time and earn probably somewhere around 6%, give or take. Or they can put the same hundred thousand in the first year, and then use the bank le- use the bank money to fund future premiums, future contributions. And if they did that for the next nine years, a million dollars would be contributed into this policy to earn dividends, and they'd be earning three, four, five percent on a million versus roughly six percent on a hundred thousand. Right? Exactly. 
And in either yeah. example, the client, the person put in the same amount of money, the, for the original 100000 That's correct. Yeah. Folks, how would you like to make money from banks for once instead of always having to pay <laughs> banks? <laughs> and I'm saying Amen. that and I'm saying that as a banker, those that listen know I'm on the board of a bank, okay? I'm the most unusual bank board member probably out there, but <laughs> but the reality is this is how banks operate and uh, you you can maybe explain that a little further cuz I've shared this idea already with a number of people and the first initial reaction, Nathan, you've probably heard this too is Wow, that sounds almost too good to be true. How do you, how would you address that? Uh, great point. So uh, we're doing the same thing banks are doing, but in a much safer way. Uh, banks can get uh, our deposit dollars and pay us peanuts for that, right, and 0.05% right. or whatever, and go lend that out in the form of car loans, for example, at 5%. And But banks really aren't getting out of bed for 5%. They're targeting more like 35 or 45% profit margins from their lending activities. And so that begs the question, how are they getting that kind of profit margin on 5% car loans? Well, the good news is it's not magic. It's math. And they're using leverage. They can post up your deposit dollars as collateral, get nine times that amount from the Federal Reserve Banking System, and lend it right back out. So they're getting it at a very cheap rate. Uh, the settled funds overnight rate, and they're lending it out at a much higher rate, doing uh, car loans and things like that. Well, if they do that, they're getting a 4% spread. Let's say if they've got a 1% loan from the Fed, and they're getting a spread of 4% on $900,000. That's an extra $36,000 of profit. So now their total profit, including their original car loans, is up to 41000 That's a 41% rate of return on their original 100000 that came from our deposit dollars. They're absolutely using us for leverage, yes. for that chief source of money. And, Nathan, I can validate that because as a board member, I can tell you last year the net, the net pro profit of the average bank in Arizona was around 21%. So, like you said, they're making 36 mm -hmm. to 40-something percent gross after their expenses, the cost of buildings, employees, and all that various stuff. They're netting a net profit of about 21%. <laughs> absolutely. Because they're leveraging. Yeah, then, then, yeah, it's no secret that banks are the largest buildings in most big cities you go to. They're making a killing on leverage, right. making money on other people's money. And that's why I call OPM. this, that's why I've always called this your personal bank, is always t t uh, told people, hey, you want to start thinking like bankers, operate your money like bankers, because whether you love banks or hate them, it doesn't really matter. We can all agree they're savvy about money, <laughs> right? Exactly. So we can learn from them. And so I always say, if you want more information, contact me at yourpersonalbank.com. And we'd be happy to share with you not only what I've been sharing for years now about setting up uh, positive arbitrage, but now we can actually bring bank money in and leverage this multiple times. In fact, during the break, I, uh, I asked this question. If somebody is, you, you, you could easily leverage this, say, nine or ten times over, say, a ten-year period, but if somebody's maybe a little bit younger, in their 50s or something, they might be able to take this out 20, 30, 40 years or longer, right? Correct. We're going to want, mathematically, you're going to want to put uh, more bank money into your policy on years where you have an arbitrage situation. So the premiums will continue, and that will allow you to put more and more bank money in at a positive arbitrage so, Nathan, so the folks understand this, if you put money in to kick, kick it off, so to speak, get it going that first year, in essence, you could have the bank 
fund each year going forward literally for the rest of your life and earn some positive arbitrage on every bank contribution each each and every year for the rest of your life, right? That is potentially true, correct. Yeah. So if you understand compound interest, <laughs> you start getting how powerful that is. Now, a question came up, Nathan. Uh, I was asking you about this. How, how certain are we that we, you get this set up, that the banks are going to be willing to continue to provide this money to fund future contributions? No, great question. Uh, sometimes our clients ask, well, what about the depression or the recession when banks went down? Are they still going to be able to provide us this money? And uh, if there's actually studies out there that show um, so that, yes, they, it will be alive and well. Uh, it, it was during the recession just several years ago. Uh, the, what we're dealing with here is a tier one asset. This is the safest assets on the planet next to cash, cash equivalents, and cash value life insurance. Those are the only things that belong in the tier one lending category when it comes to risk. So if you put your banker hat on for a moment, if you were in the middle of a recession and home values are plummeting and people aren't paying their credit card bills, would you rather lend your money out for those items or would you rather lend it out for tier one assets? And the the way history did it, uh, the way history shows is that they absolutely went more into this tier one lending category. So yeah, we don't safer. think this is going to go away right. in the recession or depression, but let's go even further and say it did because banks failed a lot during the depression while life insurance companies did not. And, and uh, so, Nathan, I'm going to interrupt you there on that. Keep hold that thought because we're going to come on to an, uh, we're coming up on a break. And that'll give you folks a good reason to stay tuned in the next segment because Nathan's going to share with us why this will this will work historically through a recession or depression or high interest rate environment that we're dealing with. So I'm really going to encourage you, if you want to uh, learn how to leverage money safely and make increase your rate of return, contact me at yourpersonalbank.com and stay tuned in the next segment. Don't miss it. For more information on your personal bank, feel free to contact Ference at yourpersonalbank.com. Back to the Your Personal Bank Show with Ference Toth. Welcome back to the Your Personal Bank Show. And folks, we're in we've been in for a doozy today. I've got a great um We've got a great guest today, Nathan Stoddard. He's the VP of Business Development with Flex Method. And and Nathan's been sharing with us some absolute amazing financial information. I'm super excited because especially the situation we're in right now with, you know, high uh, high inflation and the the economy changing and, and the markets, you know, really all over the place. Um this is a way for people to really develop some maximize their returns leverage money safely and make more on your money. So Nathan, thank you for joining us today. My pleasure. So Nathan, I'm going to let you go. If you were listening to the last segment, Nathan was sharing why this concept, this idea here works through uh, recessions, depressions, historically has done all that. So go ahead. Great. Thank you. Uh, so we have this tier one asset, cash value inside of our policies. Banks are more than happy to lend on this, uh, even in recessions, because of its safety. They're used to getting uh, less than half a percent from cash-on-cash cash lending in, in the money markets and things like that. So they're more than happy to get 
2.5-3% from uh, our situation with cash value lending. So we've never had a problem finding money uh, to go into these policies, to go into these cash value lines of credit. Now, let's just say things get way worse. A depression-like era happens again. Banks continue to close their doors. Life insurance companies stay open because they operate on a different money system, uh, reserve system. But even in that situation in the depression, there were institutional winners, and they were looking for places to put their money to grow. Well, we have uh, we are in talks right now uh, to negotiate institutional financing that uh, should be in place later this year. So we have now diversified our sources of financing and will make us even more competitive in this marketplace where we can even get rates that are lower than the banks and arguably more secure than the banks given an economic collapse. That's awesome. And especially with interest rates rising, the fact you're actually finding interest borrowing rates, you're actually lowering them at the same time. Correct. That is our hopes. Uh, So the the talks are going very well. These things take more time than we ever (laughs) think they will, unfortunately. But uh, we are um, we are excited about the future with the flex method. But the point is, we can offer our clients. But Nathan, you're already below prime rates as it is, and you're working to push it even lower, right? Correct. And, and yeah, we're not satisfied with where we're at. We know we can do better. And the and the point is, and I share this all the time with the folks, is the prime rate. It, it's 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 posted by the Wall Street Journal, Wall Street Journal prime rate each month, and that's generally accepted as the like the the lowest rate, the cheapest money somebody with you know gold credit can borrow money at as an individual. And you know that's been floating around in the high twos, three percent for the last what most of the last decade, and the borrowing rates we're dealing with are at that or below. Is prime most cases prime minus a half a point or prime minus a point um, is where the borrowing rates are, and you're again you're looking you're pushing that down further because of the inherent safety involved for both the client and the bank, right? Absolutely, the bank's not as interested in uh, your credit score than they are the financial strength of the institution backing the, the asset, which is the cash value. Right. So they are picky about who they work with. Uh, we work with 12 banks right now on the national level. We, we have a, uh, and they always do their homework on uh, what life insurance companies they'll use. And it really serves as a third-party witness that it's not just me saying these are good life insurance companies. It's our, these banks that we partner with as well that are willing to take that, uh, to see that there's hardly any risk in that situation. That's a, that's just awesome. And like I said, I, I'm super excited because especially in the environment we're in, the economic environment, that is, and I'm getting asked every day, as I'm sure you are, you know, where can I put my money safely? <laughs> getting the lot, <laughs> right? And get some kind of return. And this is the best solution that I've seen. Um, that's why I'm partnering with you guys. And so contact us for more information at yourpersonalbank.com. Uh, Nathan and I will be happy to share with you more details of how this can work for you. But as I would say, if you're looking for tax-free income, checkbook access, you want to get, you know, this is what's so cool about this, Nathan. Uh, you can get potentially double-digit returns with safety. That is possible, correct. Yes. I mean, you just don't see that. Usually when you say safety, that usually means low returns, right? Correct. In 20 years of portfolio management, we haven't seen anything like this to provide safety 
high growth, and you'd never see those together. Right. Uh, accessibility without penalty and tax-free dollars, and it also provides a legacy for our loved ones. That's absolutely awesome. Well, I'm going to encourage you to stay in tune to our last segment because we got Nathan with us all day today. And so, again, appreciate you being with us. But if you want more information, contact me at yourpersonalbank.com and stay tuned to the next segment because we're going to finish up on one more thought. What if, I'm going to ask Nathan this question, what if somebody needs access to funds in the short term but yet still wants to earn positive arbitrage and leverage their money? So stay tuned. Don't miss it. For more information on your personal bank, feel free to contact Ference at yourpersonalbank.com. Back to the Your Personal Bank Show with Ference Toth. Welcome back to the Your Personal Bank Show. And this has been one of the best interviews I've done uh, in several years with Nathan Stoddard, VP of uh, Business Development with the Flex Method. Uh, Nathan, thank you for joining us today. I'm flattered. Thank yes, you. It's been awesome. And I'll tell you what, just to, to recap really quick, those are, if you missed it, I'm going to strongly, strongly encourage you to go to yourpersonalbank.com. You can go back and click and listen to this or any of the previously recorded programs. If you missed the previous parts of this one, this is the one you want to go back and check out because this can very likely, very easily change the financial future and trajectory of you and your family and your business. So don't miss this one. And in a nutshell, um, you know, Nathan, what what this is is really gives people the ability to not only earn interest dividends safely with guarantees, tax free. They can get positive arbitrage, but they can then they can also leverage bank money to enhance their returns, potentially even tenfold. Correct. That's absolutely true. So, so that's in a nutshell. What the, again? It's high liquidity, high returns with safety. You know, there, I just haven't seen anything like this anywhere else. I've known about this for years, and the fact I'm, I found a, a team that knows what they're doing to work with, I'm excited to part- partnering with the Flex Method and you guys. But, Nathan, what I wanted to ask you here was the last last big point, I think, is I have a lot of uh, clients who are investors. I have a lot of real estate investors, particularly, for example, who have high liquidity needs to like, purchase a property or something. So many times, any investment they deal with, it's limited because they don't have access to the money. That's why they like the personal bank concept, because there's a high liquidity. But how could somebody say who had like high liquidity needs, and it could be for any reason, right, put money into this, get positive arbitrage, the premium's due the next year, but they've taken the collateral. So the bank's not going to lend them the next year. How can they address that and make it work? Oh, great question. So we do have a number of real estate investor clients that uh, love this opportunity. They can essentially, uh, instead of putting you know, 500000 down on some property, they can put it into their flex method plan and then access that money and go do the deal that they wanted to. And maybe it requires a little more financing, but we believe in, in getting financing and getting the bank's money at cheap rates. But uh, come year two, when premiums are due and they've put that into some real estate opportunity, for example, we're actually able to give them bridge loan financing uh, that's going to be collateralized against end-of-year cash values. See, we know that there's a guaranteed growth in cash value expected when that premium hits that policy. So we're perfectly fine lending you at a very low rate 
this temporary bridge loan, and then we will raise the line of credit once that high cash value goes in and hits the, the, the cash value account after premiums are paid. We're going to go ahead and raise that line of credit, and you'll just simply pay us back at that time. So it allows you to stay doing what you love and know and trust in your investment world and gives you the liquidity and freedom to also keep the flex method running. So what you're saying, Nathan, is somebody could fund a policy to get the dividends and all that good stuff. They could then access the funds from it, get positive arbitrage, and invest that money in real estate or stocks or whatever it is, they, you know, Bitcoin, whatever it is they want to invest in, right? Mm-hmm. And the next year... The bank's going to fund the next future premium so they can get positive arbitrage on even more money. And if they even took the money away and used it in this other investment, the collateral's not there. A bridge loan will cover it and make it all work. That's correct. We're <laughs> creating extra sources of funds for clients on guaranteed cash value. Folks, I already knew that, but I wanted to ask that question to Nathan because <laughs> – as many of you know, I used to teach a financial literacy course, accredited, uh, a college-accredited financial literacy course. And one of the things that I've always shared in that is that wealthy people look for ways to make to leverage their money and make money on other people's money. And as I stated, this gives you the opportunity that many institutional investors have. But we're, what I'm excited about this is bringing it to the average individual, giving you the ability to safely leverage other people's money, bank money, and make more. Again, as I stated in the first segment, would you rather make 6%, for example, on 100000 or, say, 4 or 5% on a million? And you contribute 100000 in both examples. That's mm-hmm. the power of this, the leveraging, the, um, the positive arbitrage that you can develop safely. And that's why I'm so excited about all this. Yeah, and it's very um, a distant cousin of this strategy would be uh, infinite banking or bank on yourself, right? Uh, where you're lending, so you're you're paying out of pocket the premiums for a well built policy, building cash value. Mm-hmm. That makes sense, right? And then you're borrowing it from your policy and maybe getting other things that would um, cost a higher rate of interest or are making you more money elsewhere. There's some arbitrage there, and that's that's the foundations of what we're trying to do but if that makes sense and lots of people do that type of system right. we're saying get a, why not get a third party lending institution that's going to give you an even lower rate and make an, a higher rate of arbitrage so we we do kind of a an infinite banking squared strategy i guess you would call it if you're familiar with infinite banking right bank on yourself on steroids because we have um, excellent bank relationships that are going to give us much lower rates than you can find inside your policy loans. Well, Nathan, I wouldn't even say it was squared. It's it's like fivefold, tenfold, or even more potentially. <laughs> it can be. It has that potential, absolutely. Because yeah, if each year the bank is funding and you're not adding more of your money, your ROI, your rate of return increases exp- uh, exponentially. That's, that's really fun to show clients in our appointments when we go over the numbers and show them how banks make money, and show them how we do it in the flex method and see that ROI continue to go up every year they're using cheaper bank money to get a higher rate in their policies. Could you, get Nathan, give us an idea of what, say, is an average or typical rate of return for somebody that uses this and builds this up over a few years? Well, the rate of return is going to continue to go up as you make more and more positive arbitrage. Right. Um, it's going to depend on the age and health and the types of policies that we use. Of course. But 
uh, it's double digit returns uh, on average okay. that are in the the low teens to the low twenties. There you go, folks. You heard it from Nathan that you can, and you can do this safely and tax free or tax favored, right? Absolutely. That's the beautiful thing about uh, the tax situation here. Now, I don't know how many administrations I'm going to live through. I'm 40 right now, Terrence, and <laughs> okay. that's a lot of tax changes over right. uh, that's at least hopefully another 40 years, right? right. Uh, so 10, 10 administrations, uh, if all things uh, could be possible, right? So uh, I don't want to leave my money in a taxable situation, or at least most of it. I want to shelter it. And so this is uh, America's number one legal domestic tax shelter, and it's a great place to uh, keep your money out of the hands of the government. You're literally uh, writing yourself a check from a cash value line of credit that uh, is not reportable to the IRS and it doesn't affect your Social Security because you're simply lending yourself money. I don't know if you've had a – I'm sure you've had a home equity line of credit. I've had one for 20 years, and sure. the IRS has never asked me where I spent that money. Right. Well, they don't. the bank doesn't issue – or the insurance company, for that matter – don't issue any 1099s because it's a not not considered income. It's 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 uh, loan proceeds, so it's correct. Perfectly, and legal. all that is paid off. And and right. So I'm going to play the devil's advocate for a minute now. So I'm sure those of you who are listening are like, okay, all this sounds great. What's the catch? How can you screw this up, Nathan? <laughs> <laughs> all right, great question. Uh, I would think that, um, so we've back-tested this through the Depression and the recession, the interest rate spikes of the 80s. We found it to be perfectly sound if you're wise in the spending of the proceeds from this. Uh, so the arbitrage is, is going to be there almost, it's about 98% of the time there's a spread that exists when you use whole life and IUL together can't emphasize the importance of using those both together, and that's one thing that sets us apart is what you're going to find across the nation is, again, agents and advisors really preferential to one or the other, not using them together. Right. And so we have a whole life policy that's going to be sensitive to interest rate, rate change. It's sluggish to correct. It's kind of like that tortoise. And then you've got the IUL, which corrects better and more quickly to those interest rate rises. And then it brings in market potential, but also some market volatility. So when that goes to zero, you're going to love having your whole life there uh, to give you that arbitrage. The two combined are very powerful, like the tortoise and hare working for you in the same race. So uh, situations where you would be uh, upside down, we can go over that in in appointments with you to show a, a schedule of withdrawals that's going to be Uh, a very sensible withdrawal schedule. Again, this is all flexible. You have complete access to the money. And if you were to aggressively spend that money down, and I'm saying you've just burned it, right, Mm Ferenc? I'm not saying you go invest it somewhere else safe. I'm saying you just went to town and spent all the money. You're taking 25% withdrawals or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Put it all on black and lost it. Right. if you did that, and, and all of our clients have the financial wisdom to, mm-hmm. and we guide them every year in these, uh, and more if they wanted in our annual reviews, but if you spent down that money and just lost it, and we go through a recessionary event where your IUL is giving you a zero uh, for multiple years in a row, you're going to run into some trouble. Okay? So yeah. uh, that, that is an extreme situation, and that if you just 
are sensible about investing this money into places that are safe and spending it down responsibly, there will you'll never run into that. I mean, that would be true for any account. I mean, if you spend the money like a drunken, sail, drunken sailor, <laughs> you know, you're going to run into some financial problems. What would be a typical, would you say, you know, we, we always hear about the 4% rule. You can take 4% of the money out, you know, safely and typically in a portfolio. What would be, you know, mm-hmm. if somebody built this up properly and then wanted to use this to supplement retirement, what would be a roughly typical withdrawal rate you would recommend typically? On most cases, yeah. When the flex method is up and running, we're getting double-digit tax-free returns. So you could sensibly draw down at a double-digit rate uh, in the low teens, wow. and still be just fine. So and there can, can be some a- years where you may want more than that. Right. So you can pull a quite quite a bit more than four percent, and and be quite sensible, as you put it. Definitely. That's awesome. All right. Well, we're running out of time today. We've had a great time with Nathan. I just want to real quick, Nathan, if you don't mind, I'm going to ask you to just kind of summarize real quickly in about a minute. What is the flex method and what is the type of person that should look into this and contact us for more info? I'd love to. So the flex method is simply combining well-built policies that we've designed that are designed for cash value growth with a banking relationship that we have with our national banks where you're going to get positive arbitrage safely. So you're going to get low bank rates, use that to fund future premiums, and uh, make a positive arbitrage. Um, The ideal client is going to be someone who uh, has the financial and medical capacity to get these policies. The government knows, these are some of the drawbacks of the flex method, the government knows how good of a tax shelter this is. They limit how much you can put into it based on your gross income and your net worth. And so if you don't have a lot of either of those, uh, your amount that the government's going to let you put into this is going to be smaller. So the more you make, the more net worth you have, the more you can put in and shelter. Uh, The other side of it, you do have to qualify medically. So if there's some health issues there, especially in the recent past, you may not qualify for the flex method. So we just encourage everybody to learn what they can about the flex method, meet with us and see what the impact on your financial future that can have. And we're really creating generational wealth like the Rockefellers. And it's really exciting to be part of that, but you do need to qualify for it. That is, it is exciting. You're right. So if anyone wants more information on this, contact me at toll, uh, I'm sorry, yourpersonalbank.com. Again, that is yourpersonalbank.com. Um, I'm excited, Nathan. Looking forward to working with you guys. With We've already been doing that with some folks. Looking forward to do working with many more and really changing the financial tra- trajectory of many families. That's what I'm super excited about. I love what we do. Uh, the, if you fast forward this 20, 40 years from now, uh, we think this will be the new household name in the 401k, uh, that it will provide uh, generational wealth for families. And that really helps me get up and go to work every day. I love what we do. I agree. Well, Nathan, thank you for joining us. Contact us for more information at yourpersonalbank.com. For more information on Your Personal Bank, feel free to contact Ference at yourpersonalbank.com.
This show is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information. The presenter and guest on this program do not engage in legal, accounting, or tax advice. Professional advice regarding your situation should be sought if required. Products and riders may have limitations and may not be available in all states. Excessive unpaid loans may affect performance. Distributions may become taxable if not managed properly. Replacements may not be suitable for everyone. There may be charges when replacing coverage. Compare when considering a replacement. Dividend rates and bake line of credit rates may change. Contact yourpersonalbank.com for current rates. 